Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Friday morning, back here on Sid and Friends. And you know what I do every weekend now? And this is the God's honest truth. I watch 8 p.m. every Saturday night on Fox News One Nation. No, I used to only watch it when I was on it. But now, because I have been on it a bunch. You are addicted. I am. The show is great. You know, Brian Kilmeade, of course, does a terrific radio show after me right here every morning starting at 10 a.m. on this station. And, of course, he's on Fox and Friends on Fox News every weekday morning. But his show, One Nation, I swear to you, covers everything. So with that said, Brian, happy Friday. And who's on the big show tomorrow night? Well, I mean, we got uh, Will Kane who'll be closing us out, talking all the big issues. We're going to have Dave Rubin talk about Musk versus Zuck right out of the box. <laughs> the great Shannon Bream on the Supreme Court decisions and more. And, of course, a lot of surprises along the way. We're still formatting because things keep changing. I mean, I didn't think that this whole rollout of threads was going to be a big deal. But the more I thought about it, Sid, it is really attack on our only free speech platform. As imperfect as Twitter is, at least I know no one's out to screw me, suppress me. And I can't say that with Zuckerberg. Can you? No, and I want to get more into that. I really thought I'd be on tomorrow night being that season two of Gravesend came out last Friday. And I've got a, uh, I'm in five of the nine episodes, an iconic scene with Andrew Dice Clay in episode two. And last night on Entertainment Tonight, they rolled out the trailer for the movie I'm in. It used to be called Gemini Lounge. It's now called Inside Man. That hits theaters all across America on August the 11th. So I've got a big time cable mob show a big time movie about the mob but no not not for me it's going to be threads but on a serious note brian tell the folks out there about threads and what makes you nervous about it well number one yeah i know court court decisions that come out are are usually big news but on the fourth of july i'm thinking to myself what did i miss did i just miss a day no they roll it out on the fourth of july that it basically says hey 155 pages, Chronicles, would Sid, you and I talk about every day during the 2016 through the 2020 election. There was a big suppression effort by the Democratic Party and the Biden administration in particular uh, and, and the Biden campaign to suppress conservative thought, Donald Trump tweets, people that are anti, you know, anti-vax or have different opinions on some of the methods of handling the pandemic, you come out against Fauci, you come out against Biden, you get suppressed, you get crushed, you get shadow banned. And they had all this stuff proven. Uh, and they had all these examples. And the biggest example, obviously, is the Hunter Biden laptop and the 51 Intel experts. And if you did this, your your economy, if you retweeted this, your your account was crushed. So this judge looked at this and says, now it is against the law for any political party or any government agency to suppress any free speech. And I'm thinking to myself, how appropriate on July 4th? Well, now all of a sudden, Mr. Zuckerbucks, who put all his money into key locations and districts to help those districts go the Democratic way, and we still don't have any transparency with Meta and Facebook, now he says, you know what? I think I have a competitor to Twitter, the only platform that exposed all this injustice and its threads and it's formidable. And they got 30 million users already. So even with this law passed, 
How do you enforce it if you can't see it? Musk said, come look. He's not a conservative. He just is concerned about free speech. How many people would spend $44 billion? Experts say $20 billion more than it's worth. Because he said, I think America is really in trouble. And I think we've lost total trust in social media and media. And he began to bring it back with Matt Taibbi and Michael Schellenberger. So that's why I think it's a bigger deal. And that's why I just thought I'd underline it this week. Musk versus Zuck. Musk must win. <laughs> I agree. I'm rooting for Musk as well. Great job there, Brian Kilmeade. You know, uh, tough week for Biden overall. You've got this story. Jim Comer and the folks uh, still out there beating their drum about uh, the criminal aspect of the Biden family. And then you've got this one. Interesting. RFK Jr., who, again, I, I kind of poo-pooed and always got 20-plus percent. He's in second place. But he's as far behind Biden as DeSantis is behind Trump. But yet, I'll admit, now I'm intrigued between you, Morano, Roger Stone, and a bunch of people. I'm intrigued. And then it turns out that Biden is not going to, I guess, unseal for the public what really happened with Kennedy because folks like Stone think, guess what? He was murdered, the CIA. It was not Lee Harvey Oswald. What are your thoughts on Biden possibly keeping the real truth about RFK Jr.'s uncle from the public? Well, number one, you got to talk to Trump about that. He calls you all the time, right? (laughs) Yes, he does. (laughs) So Trump had access to the same stuff. And there's something about it where Trump said, yeah, I'm going to expose it. And then something about what Trump saw, he felt differently. So I would like to know why Trump didn't bring it forward either. I'm not sure it's related to this, but I will know. I'll I'll tell you more fundamentally what matters about RFK. He's going to win the New Hampshire primary. And he was going to win the Iowa caucus. Because Joe Biden says, I want my first primary to be South Carolina. And no New Hampshire said, screw you. We're first constitutionally. So he, RFK is going to win the first caucus, and he's going to win the first primary. And then you try to dismiss him. Yeah, I mean, I still will dismiss him. I mean, let's not forget that Biden, even when he won last time, got off to a very, very slow start. And it was Big Tuesday, you may remember, where Biden gained all that steam and knocked out Bernie Sanders and Klobuchar and Warren. He didn't do well last time in those states, and he still won, and he's up by 40 right. points. I, I don't want to completely dismiss him, but he can do well, well in both of those. I say it's going to weaken him. I, said, I agree with you. I say it's going to weaken him. And you know why he won. He didn't earn that. Clyburn gave it to him. They panicked because, uh, because Bernie Sanders is going to win. Right. And they don't want a socialist who is not even truly a Democrat winning the party nomination. So they woke up the corpse with his Joe Biden and said, you're probably the most reasonable. And everybody else stepped aside like Republicans would never do. Hence, Ted Cruz never did. And oh, remember, uh, Kasich never did, even though Trump was going to win that whole time. And they all stepped aside. They just let it and they let Biden win. He didn't earn that. No, you're right about that. They did. It was uh, almost like a party decision. And I think a lot of those guys, including Bernie, are still pissed about that today. Let's move to the city. Talk about a couple of mayors. I know the big story in the Post today, Tom Brady and Kim Kardashian. I got news for you. It didn't start in the Hamptons. It didn't start at Rubin's party. This is an old story. About a month ago, Tom Brady, he owns a house in the Bahamas. And guess who actually rented a house on the same street in the Bahamas and was seeing all over the Bahamas with Tom Brady a month ago? Kim Kardashian. So it didn't start in the Hamptons this weekend. It started in the Bahamas. Now it looks like it's intensifying this weekend in the Hamptons. But 
he's not the only single guy, Tom Brady. It turns out the former mayor, Bill de Blasio, is single too. Who's the better catch, Brady or de Blasio? Hmm. Do I have to answer now? <laughs> uh, I mean, do, do can I get some time? I mean, de Blasio, I love the way he is. I, I thought that uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, when she said we're having a conscious uncoupling, yeah. With her husband, who she now considers like a little brother, which uh, is the biggest insult possible. Oh, you're talking about the lead singer of Coldplay, Chris Morton. Right. Now, you have uh, de Blasio and his wife, a former lesbian, which I didn't know you can be a former lesbian. This is <laughs> I'm learning every day. Right. Um, she says, you know, I just rub my husband back. How come you're not lovey-dovey anymore? Why don't you say, let's start dating other people? I mean, what kind of conversation is that? This is the story they actually well, tell. I know, exactly. And now they're going to live together and yeah. date other people. Well, this here's is the go issue. really they, well. They can't get divorced because if they do, then legally they can testify against each other. Both are facing some real legal issues. Trust me, I know this from the inside. So as long as they stay together and married, they won't have to testify against each other. That is the Soul motivation, not that they still love each other, they don't, not that they care, they don't. The sole motivation is to make sure legally they don't have to go, go against uh, the other one in a, in a court of law. And believe me, there's still a billion five missing, and a lot of New Yorkers want to know, hey, Charlene, where's that money? Right. I didn't even know there was an investigation going. I just thought we kissed it goodbye. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Uh, we did not kiss it goodbye, and there are people out there that are trying to get answers Every day. Now, the current mayor, Eric Adams, coming off the huge embarrassment of calling a Holocaust survivor a plantation owner, which he still hasn't apologized yet for. And between you and I, I stopped texting him. I'm done with him. Until he apologizes to her, to me, and a bunch of New Yorkers, I am sick and tired of Eric Adams calling everybody who disagrees with him a racist. If you disagree with Adams, you're a racist. But this latest thing, carrying around this picture of a dead cop, another huge embarrassment, no? Yes, because... He says, well, you know, they are, fr- evidently they did know each other and the guy was gunned down. And he says, I carry a picture around with him every day, realizing he doesn't. He told staffers reportedly, cut out an old picture from a, a newspaper, make it look old. So they poured coffee on it. Oh, my God. And next now he whips it out. And the New York Times does a follow-up and goes, we know you did this. We talked to your staff. You mock, you made this up. Of course, they retorted and said, no, I didn't. The New York Times should be embarrassed. But this is a such an unforced error by a guy that should know better, wouldn't you think? You would. And, and I had this discussion with my wife, Danielle, last night. And she said, oh, God, who cares? We have real issues. And I said, yes, Danielle. But how do you exactly. expect this guy to tackle the real issues if he's going to lie about something like this? And she said, maybe you got me. <laughs> right. I mean, does your wife admit when you win an argument? Um, not really. No, no, no. no. <laughs> That's why we're married 31 years, Brian. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, but, but it's just not worth winning. No. Let's say you do win, but in the end you'll lose. Exactly right. You know, how many times in my marriage I've apologized when she should have apologized almost every day? No, you too, right? Really? <laughs> so now you just ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> does, she, does she listen to your show? Uh, after 7 o'clock. I'm good for the next 10 minutes. <laughs> okay, good. That's fantastic. Yeah, we took cable out of the house. Oh, you did? No, I'm kidding. Um, just, but it's a lot of times. No, in the beginning, could... I just thought I could say anything. It didn't right. really matter. Right. And that's a big mistake. I get about two or three texts a week. Take that back. Say alleged. Why would you say that? 
And I used to yell at her, stop listening, don't bother me. But actually, she's kind of helpful. She's much smarter than me. So uh, now I appreciate when she listens, and she tells me to do something I usually do it. But you can't get rid of cable in your house because you've got to go home and watch yourself on One Nation later on that night, no? Wow, you are a promotion machine. <laughs> I will say this. The, do you ever get this? Like where your wife asks you a question about something you said, and you don't even remember it? Yeah. <laughs> and she says, well, why did you say that? Or I just got a call, and... Did you go ahead and claim, or did you say, and I'm thinking to myself, whatever she says next is not going to be good. You're dead. You're dead. Right. (laughs) I used to think it didn't matter. It does matter. I have a mandate, too. No one really wants to be on social media. I have people call me and say, Brian, just send me a picture on vacation. People love to know. I go, with who? Alone again? With my dogs. (laughs) Because nobody wants to be on social media with me. Oh, God, that's funny. Hey, listen, bro, this is another great conversation. We'll all be listening at 10 o'clock when I'm done to you here on WABC. And, of course, we'll all tune in tomorrow night, One Nation, 8 p.m., Saturday night, Fox News. It really is a terrific show, and you are a great friend. Have a great weekend, Brian. Thank you so much. And I'm going to watch all your shows this weekend. You swear to God? I'm going to. All right. We'll talk about it on Monday then, Brian. (laughs) Have a good weekend. We're talking about about Monday. Uh, A man, a multidimensional, multimedia superstar, Sid Rosenberg. I'm going to lock this interview out myself. Thanks for joining us. (laughs)